Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and it's great to have you with me. Our goal each day is to open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is March the 2nd, and we are reading from Mark's Gospel and chapter 10. Let me summarize the context and then focus in on the last few verses. Again, the disciples and Jesus, they're on their way to Jerusalem. We've been talking about this for the last couple of days, and you remember the disciples believe Jesus is coming into Jerusalem to announce that he is king, to establish his kingdom. They're going to rule and reign with him, so they're jockeying for position. So along the way, once again, they're talking about who's the greatest, but Jesus is trying to help them to understand, no, when I get to Jerusalem, I will be arrested, I will be tortured, and I will be crucified. But on the third day, I will rise again. It is literally like that went right over their head. They still don't get it. And so James and John actually walk up to Jesus and say, hey, can we sit? And when you come into your kingdom, when you get to Jerusalem, begin to rule, can we sit at your left and right hand? Jesus says, listen, that's not for me. My father's making all those decisions. And he begins teaching them again about what leadership, what greatness in his kingdom look like. He says, listen, when you have this power, when you have this authority, don't use it to rule over, to dominate others. Use it to serve them. And then he illustrates this very practically. They get to see his leadership principle in practice. And I want to read that to you beginning in verse 46. Here's what Mark says. Then they reached Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartheus was sitting beside the road. And when Bartheus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. See, once again, here's a person who has nothing to offer Jesus. He's poor, he's on the street, he's begging. And the crowd wants to silence him, to ignore him, to pass him by. At least in this passage, at this point, the disciples are uncertain how to respond. So they're just watching to see what Jesus would do next. Verse 49, when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. Once again, Jesus is open-hearted to those who are vulnerable and needy. So he called the blind man, cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. So he threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, for your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. I love that Jesus stops. He looks at a man that everybody looked away from. He gives time to a man that everybody else ignored. 
His heart is open to those who are desperate, who are dependent, who are needy. Remember, Mark is trying to highlight over the last few verses that in order to enter into the kingdom of God, we have to become like a child or like a beggar, recognizing our bankruptcy and our need for Jesus. Only Jesus can heal us. I love that Jesus didn't come just for the rich or the powerful or the righteous. Jesus came not for those who think they are well, but those who know they are sick. This man knows he's blind, and he knows only Jesus can help. Jesus says, well, that kind of faith, that kind of childlike faith has healed you, and the man receives his sight. You know, in Jewish culture in the first century, very similar to what we experience today when the crowd looked at this blind man, they would assume it's because of his sin or God's judgment. But what Jesus shows is that his suffering actually opened his heart, showed him his need for Jesus, and resulted in his salvation and transformation. This man after this moment, begins following Jesus. When I look at my own story, I'm so grateful that Jesus met me in my suffering, in my brokenness, in my imperfection, my rebellion, my independence. Instead of giving up on me because all that was true, he opened his heart to me. He was open-hearted to my vulnerability, my desperation, When I turned to Jesus, just like this blind man, he gave me spiritual eyes to see. He forgave me and invited me into his family to be a part of his kingdom. And today, by grace, I'm trying to follow Jesus. Man, the same thing can be true for you. Maybe you've got a story like mine where you can look back and see the grace of God and how he met you in your brokenness. Or maybe you're listening today in your brokenness, and you wonder, would God have time? Would God give you attention? Would God stop for you? And the answer is yes. Man, we serve a God who is open to the brokenhearted, open to the needy, open to those who see, I need Jesus. Well, let me pray for you, and let's pray and ask God to open our hearts to him and to open our hearts to those around us who need him. Jesus, thank you so much for your love and your mercy and grace. I'm so grateful when I think about my own story that you were open-hearted to me in my sin and rebellion, in my independence and willfulness, in my pride and my immorality. Your heart was open and you've transformed my life and I want to follow you. And I pray for those who are listening today in their brokenness that they would have the faith to believe, that you see them, that you have time for them, that you can help them make a fresh start. And God, I pray for all of us that as we are going through the day today, that our heart and eyes would be open to people around us who are hurting, who need Jesus, and we would see our opportunity to represent you to love them, to encourage them, to serve them, to represent your kingdom for them. God, give us eyes to see. Give us a heart to feel what you see and feel 
in our city throughout this day. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man, it's so good to begin our day with Jesus and to live in his presence every day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning.